Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. Glad to be here on this hump day. Glad to be in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. And one more thing that I'm glad for, glad that my co-host Mario is in here with me. Mario, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Glad to be talking sports on this Wednesday night. Oh, yes, it has been a long overdue thing. I know we only missed what, a week. I feel, I, it seemed like it was longer. I was trying to remember how many how many shows we've missed in the last week or two. But uh went back through the messages. I said, I think we only missed one week, but it seems like forever. Yeah. Um, I did reach out to Jay Spearman. He will be joining us because I didn't contact him till today with everything going on. Uh, but Jay Spearman will be uh, – Jay Spearman will be joining us next Wednesday night. We'll talk some NBA, get caught up on the first couple of weeks of basketball. Um, I might have to poke at him a little bit with uh, the whole signal, signal stealing, spy gate going on <laughs> in Michigan. Um, that's taking a whole life of its own. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well tonight. Uh, Mario's been doing some big things, been on the radio, um, different festivals, a lot of things going on that you're in. Uh, Mario, let them know what you've got going on, what you've been doing, and where they can find you. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, we have, we've we been having a great time, you know, county to county doing fairs uh, here and there. We just got done with our last big festival of the year at the Barbecue Festival in Lexington. It was an awesome time, plenty of people, great entertainment. And uh, But you can catch us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Carolina Sports Plus. You can catch us online if you're trying to shop at carolinasportsplus.com. And we're currently working on our website and stocking it up. So that's always a good thing. Give us a couple of days and it'll be stocked up. But, you know, I'm ready to talk sports with you on this Wednesday. I missed you last week. <laughs> oh, I missed you guys, too. I missed you, too. I was just talking to because the wife, she said something. I forget what she said. Um, oh, she goes, what, what's wrong with something? I said, nothing wrong. I'm getting ready to talk sports. Get to be on the show uh, with Mario. Um, so I was glad to be back here. Um, I do apologize for last week. 
Um, as I got off work late last week or last Wednesday night, um, that's the only message I saw of that. So I was trying to determine what, how many shows we missed, and it was late when I got off. And then I had to be back in at 2 o'clock um, Thursday morning because I had to get everything done before I went to the viewing. Um, today we had the actual funeral. Um, it's crazy to me that they have a body lay around for a week before they actually get around to burying people. But I um, had that today. So glad we are able to move forward with everything and uh, be able to start focusing on the uh, holidays and kind of uh, celebrating the rest of the year um, in the family-wise, but then get to sit here and talk sports and enjoy what we're about to see with uh, college basketball right around the corner. We got the NBA about two weeks in, NFL season. We just completed, what, week eight of the uh, NFL. Baseball, we're, what, game five of the World Series tonight. NASCAR has got their uh, championship race this weekend. NHL's a couple weeks in as well. A lot of things going on, a lot of things to talk about in college football. We got some things in there to talk about as well. Uh, before we jump into all that, uh, don't forget you guys to check us out at the one 10NationSportsRadioNetwork.com has our blogs, our videos, our shows, our schedules, um, and also has all the links to all the different platforms that our shows get syndicated to, if it be iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon. The list goes on for a mile. Make sure you guys check that out. Don't forget, Monday nights you guys can catch the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. I'm not sure how many more episodes we're doing for this season because we interview a bunch of race car drivers, so the racing season Season's coming to an end, so we might only have a week or two left in this season. We'll pick back up in January. Um, Tuesday night, uh, normally Tuesday night, race chat live. Um, this week will be the, a Sunday night episode because they will follow the championship races, how they finish their season off every year, and then they will have an eight-week break. Um, I think it's eight weeks before the things pick back up in Daytona, and they will kick off their season. I think it's the last week of January. Of course, you got us on Wednesday nights, and then um, Jared Hudson with Safety to Success um, on Thursday nights. You guys, make sure you guys check that out. And I lost Mario somehow in the middle of all that. Um, I think maybe I was talking too much, and he just left me. Um, anyway, I'm going to call back in. I hope he noticed that he... Uh, I mean, I would assume that he knows. There he is. There he is. He's back. A um, couple headlines that weren't things I was really planning on talking about. Well, one of them we can talk about. We will talk about. Um, GM, head coach, Raiders is gone, out. Yeah. The Raiders are going to rebuild. Um, I did see right before I came on the air, um, legendary coach Bob Knight had passed. I was just watching different clips. It was uh, the youngest. He had his soccer uh, pizza party this evening, so um, we got done with the whole funeral thing. Um, Family went to eat. We came back, got um, ready, and went to the pizza thing. Um, The wife was sitting there watching video clips, I think it was ESPN, that they had on the TV and watching him. Memphis throwing the chair across the basketball courts and all this different stuff. (laughs) Uh, She made (laughs) comments. I was like, like, that was Bob Knight. Like uh, that. That's one of a kind. Um, the yeah. undefeated 1976 season with the uh, Hoosiers. Um, I think it was like six years that he coached. Uh, I want to say Army, Navy, one of them. Um, 29 years with Indiana. I didn't realize he went on to coach Texas Tech. I think it was five or six, seven years, yeah. something like that. Um, legendary. Um, great coach. We can talk a little bit about that. Um, also, I saw, I didn't realize until I was watching videos, I forgot what I watched. Um, Colorado players getting their jewelry. Um, stolen at the UCLA game. 
is kind of where I want to mm-hmm. jump into because this whole this whole Deion Sanders, the Colorado thing, oh. is a and very intriguing thing. Um, and I don't know if it's intriguing in different aspects of other people. Um, yeah. Mario. Uh-huh. I don't feel I, – I, when, when, because I, I watch a guy on YouTube. His name is Officer Tatum. It's a, a black man. He is a, a former police officer, and he does a show. I'm kind of a conservative guy, but he calls – he'll call out either side of the party. More of what his show is about, and he has a lot of respect for Deion Sanders. feels Deion Sanders could be a great coach. He's not impressed with uh, his son at the quarterback, which I don't know if anybody at this point really is. He's had a game or two out of the, what, seven, eight games that he was good. The rest of them kind of been mediocre. He's not really, you know, wowed us with his numbers. And the team is not a very good team. The offensive line is really not blocking. Um, you got uh-huh. players playing two-way because they don't have a bunch of players that are really any good. Um, I think yeah. they came out and won a couple games. Everybody took into the hype. But anyway, I don't want to get, that's not even what I want to get into. Um, uh-huh. He ended up talking about this. I even found out about the jewelry being, being stolen out of the locker room at the UCLA game uh, when, the, when Colorado played. I think Colorado ended up losing that game. Um, one, they, they talked a little bit about a value. Some, like, I think one of the chains was like $100,000 or something. Right? I forget what they were talking about. One, I, I was kind of clueless. Like, I'm not understanding. It's not like you're going out, and not that I'm saying that you need to go to a club and wear a $100,000 chain or all this blings, but it wasn't like you were going out. Like, you were getting off the bus to go into a locker room and change, and then you were going to play a football game, go back in the locker room, change, get back on the bus, and go home. Mm-hmm. I'm not understanding what the need to have all these flashiness. I understand you're playing for Deion Sanders, and obviously that's what comes with playing with Deion Sanders. You've got to feel that you've got to have the iced out washes, uh, watches, the, the gold chains, the bling this and the bling that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that all this is necessary. Like, I, I feel that, one, you're kind of putting a target on your back. Not that it's right for people to steal. Don't, don't take it away. Well, Mr. CJ Sports says it's, it's their fault because they put targets on their back. No, I, I don't feel the stealing is right. There's a lot of things I don't feel right. So I don't, I don't want it to be twisted that way. But why would you intentionally, I mean, in today's society, in the world we live in, we got like three wars going on yeah. right now. And you uh-huh. got colleges that are turned upside down with everything that's going on. And regardless if you're, you, you, you like Jews or not, like it, it's a world, it's a whole weird, weird, a weird, real world situation. How I watch videos of Russians like tearing up their own airport, running out to the planes where they thought or there was Jews on demanding them to get out. Like it's crazy what world we live in. And those are just prime yeah. examples around headlines I've watched the last couple of days. Not like I'm just sucked into this Israel war or sucked into the Afghanistan war or, or it, it just what the headlines are, what's going on in this world. Um, why would you intentionally make yourself to be a target, knowing there's so much wrong, so much evil, so much bad going on in the world? Like you're asking unnecessarily to be a target. Like I said, not, not that I feel that you should be a target. You should be able to wear what you want. Yeah. But you're going to a football yeah. game. It's not like uh-huh. you're, you're going to a reunion or you're you're going to a dance or you're going to the club or even maybe going to the mall and wanting to impress people at the mall. You're 
You're going, you're going to play football. Uh, you're literally getting off a bus to go get changed, to go play football, to get changed, to get back on the bus to go back home. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. All right. I feel uh, that they have we, – we, we, we've watched them all season bring – and I think we've discussed this – bring unnecessary uh, attention to themselves. After the games, holding the watches up, showboating in front of the fans – I'm not going to say – I don't know if you saw that hit um, that Deion Sanders yeah, saw. I, uh, I don't – I can see that maybe you getting called for taunting after that hit. I don't yeah. necessarily agree uh, with it being a targeting hit. No. But when you when – you, part of how you are judged is how you hold yourself in front of people, how, how you represent yourself. And so uh-huh. if you, you walk into this, this, on this field and you hold yourself that you look like, you act like, that you're better than everybody else, that Deion Sanders is my coach, we're bling bling, we do what we want, we got rappers bringing us out on the field, you're, you're kind of putting yourself out there to maybe not get the calls to – I don't know. I, I I don't know how I want to work. What like where are we at, Mario? Where yeah. are we at with this? All right. Okay. I I can uh you know it's it's, it's kind of like uh I understand. I wouldn't say both sides of the fence. Okay. But mm-hmm. I understand where you coming from. You know, as far as the people, I wouldn't say people that think like that. Everybody thinks different. Everybody gonna have their own opinions. But then at the same token. Right. It does sometimes it does rub, rub people the wrong way as far as how you come at, how you come out, how you act, you know, how you, how you celebrate after a win, how you know what I mean? That all that does play a factor. But then at the same token, I can I if I feel like I'm getting ready for a game to get me souped up and I got my my headphones in and and I got some jewelry that I want to wear to look in the mirror to figure out how, what, I'm want, what I want to wear on the school bus to get on the plane to go to wherever stadium that I need to go to. I feel like that's my right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I, I feel like, you know, they do do a lot. You know, they do do a lot by putting themselves out there just by the way that, you know, since Dion got there, how he brought the whole social media, letting people involved in how – he runs his program, you know, to get views, to get followers, to get people looking. You know, once people start looking, they 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 they're going to keep looking. So you have to keep mm-hmm. doing content. You're going to have to keep wearing the flashy things. You're going to always have to keep the mo- uh, motivational videos up. You always going to have to keep the sayings up. You know what I mean? But then at the same token, they got that right to do it. I just don't feel like. You know, it's a bad thing to wear my own jewelry to wherever I want to go. You know, what I mean, I'm not looking. At, I'm not looking at it to get stolen. But mm-hmm. like you said, they 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 do carry themselves very outgoing, very uh, cockiness. Where you know, mm-hmm. when, when when people do cocky things and and show flashy things, things like that happen to people like that. You know what I mean? That's just being realistic about it, the situation. You know what I'm saying? If I know you're getting, if if I know you're going in a game and you just put a hundred thousand dollar necklace in there, and, and and I may be a student, 
or or no, I can get into a locker room. You know, some people some people can't say no to it. You know what I mean? But uh, mm-hmm. it, it does make them. It, it does make them. It does put a target on their back by the way they carry themselves. But then at the same token, they have that right to wear their jewelry to the locker room or to whatever game. I'm not looking at it to get stolen, I, but uh huh. I was say I, I understand they got that right, but I mean. Uh, why was why? What what's yeah? Why? Why some people? Even, some people. There, some there's people not even are that different. many. I don't even feel there's that many NFL players that do do that. Like yeah, not I, the I whole play. They, some of them dress nice. Some of them dress yeah. kind of out there. And you got people like Miles yeah. Garrett that wears the Grim Reaper mask and you know kind of yeah. dresses up for hot. But you don't see them iced out, bling no. blinging. And those are grown grown men. Like men, those yeah, are grown yeah, men. Yeah. That I'm I, sorry, but I, I I guarantee whoever stole that stuff would have not gone into Miles Garrett's uh, locker and, no. and thought twice. No, you, you know there's a difference between college boys and grown ass yeah. men. Um, yeah, I but, agree. Not that, not that I'm saying that any of this is right, and they shouldn't have the right. But why? Like, I, you, you, you listen to Dion talk about, you know, this, this, you know, basically defending, you know, the, the whole lifestyle. And, and I don't feel anybody's necessarily saying that the lifestyle is wrong. Yeah. I think most of us are just questioning why. Why is it necessary? Why? Uh-huh. Why do your players feel that they need to be? iced out, blinging just to show up to change to play a game and then put herself in a locker room or locker and everybody's leaving. So it's not like, you know, uh, I I don't know. I understand. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not. I like, yeah. The I only way I'm no, doing no, it no. is if they are lockers that could be locked and I lock my locker. Like, I don't even know if yeah. I would trust all my teammates, not alone going to someone else's stadium. And, yeah, I agree. You know, agree. You, you might have a little bit more trust on an NFL team, yeah. but on excuse me, but on a college football team, I don't the same bond as there is because college they're come and go. You, you know, everybody's at a different level. Yeah. Some are freshmen, some are sophomores, yeah. and so yeah. you you got limited a time. The NFL, a lot of these guys play with each other for many years. And, yeah. you know, at this point, you're more of a, a family and a career versus here to party at college, go play some football, ride a free ride, yeah. and hope to get drafted by the end. It's a little bit different to me. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I agree. I, the, I, mean, uh, I, would, I, college, I wouldn't wear it. I, no. Um, I, at these time of days, I don't even know if I would wear it even to a club or going out. Like, no. Um, this 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 is a different world we're living in now. Uh, yeah. it, like I said, it don't make it right, and it, it, it sucks because I, I feel anybody should be able to, you know, wear the jewelry they want to wear and everything else. I, I to me personally, I think at, at times is a bit much. Like, I, I why you want a hundred thousand dollar watch on your wrist is really beyond me. Yeah. Uh, Twenty dollar Timex is going to tell the same time. Um, yeah. most people really don't care. I mean, some people do care about your watch, but most people don't care that you're, you're – I've never – and we, we have this conversation at my job. Uh-huh. One, I've never understood those that walk in with a whole lot of cash in their pocket. Because, one, all you're telling yeah. me is, A, you don't have a bank account. All you have is what's in your pocket. 
B, you're uh-huh. telling me that you're ignorant enough to put all your money in your pocket where when you walk outside because Joe Schmo saw it out of the corner of his eye, can pull a gun on you and take what money you do have. And the odds are, three, you care, you care about the wrong things. You're worried about the flashy things of life and, and maybe some rims on a car versus having a nice home and, and and having a 401k and preparing for your future, you're more worried about impressing somebody with a wad of money in your pocket that I, I have never seen anybody, and not to put, I'm not going to throw numbers out there, I've never seen anybody walking around with more money in their pocket than I have in my 401k, and I don't talk about it, I don't flash it, nobody's business. But I, all I yeah. consider to think when somebody comes in, especially in Dayton, Ohio, oh, wow, you've got a measly couple thousand dollars in your pocket. I have enough in my 401k. If I have a if I want to go buy a house right now, I could pull it out of there and go buy a house and flip it and double what I got in my 401k if I really wanted to. So, like, you're not impressing me with a little bit of chump change in your pocket because I got more than that in my stock, my 401k, even my my Circle K stock that is it's not on the it's not public, so it's private. I have more in that account than I think I've ever had seen anybody pull out of their pocket, and that's just a simple uh, Circle K stock. Um, so I've never yeah. understood that whole that whole concept, and we talk about that at work all the time because you you have those that think they're the ballers and come in there, and it's like you you're really not impressing nobody, like. <laughs> you you come in and you you spend ten dollars, but you pull out a whole lot of money, and you put five dollars yeah. in in your car to get two cigarettes or whatever. If you're really a baller, then why are you filling up that tank? Why are you only putting five dollars in there, like so you can stop at the next gas yeah. station ten minutes over the road? Because I'm sorry, at three dollars a gallon, you're not getting much gas. But anyway, mm. um, college football did their playoff rankings. Um, we got Ohio State number one. We got Georgia number two, Michigan number three, Florida State number four. I want to say it was Washington number five, Oregon number six. Um, one, I thought it was interesting. I I understand Ohio State has the better resume. We have yeah. beaten better teams. We beat Notre Dame. I'm still on the fence with that, even though Notre Dame has somewhat redeemed themselves um, after their loss um, to make maybe our win look a little bit better again. Ever since we've had that win, I've been – I've brought this up in many shows, that win. I don't know how well that win is going to hold up depending on Notre Dame, but also the Penn State win. Um, we look pretty good against Wisconsin. Um, our defense is looking good. As a matter of fact, I think we're number we're high on the list, like top five in scoring defense. Our offense is not as good, um, but I'm always a firm believer that um, offenses win you games, defense wins you championships. So if this defense can continue uh-huh. doing what they're doing, we have a shot at it. But with that being said. I don't know that I feel that necessarily Ohio State is number one college football bowl rankings good. Um, I, I think there's a couple teams that we could have this argument about. Michigan being one of those, they have had a very, uh, a very impressive season this year. To what extent is legit? Because I think as this whole signal stealing thing unravels, I think that. I don't know what to think of this one. I've been very quiet about that. I even worked with a guy. I have not poked fun at Jay Spearman about this yet. I have a guy that I actually work with. We actually do a sport books uh, bets 
Um, we go back and forth on that. We've actually done pretty good this last week. Um, yeah, helped me win almost three hundred dollars. Then I turned around and won almost another couple hundred dollars on games this last weekend. Okay. Want him to include right. the Cleveland Browns game. I was, I guess, that was kind of upset the Browns lost, but I did need Geno Smith to have twenty-three more yards, so that game-winning drive actually put me over the yardage I need and win one hundred and thirty dollars. So. All I right. know the Browns are not Super Bowl bound, so I will take a loss to win $130 for that yardage. But anyway, um, a lot of things being said about this whole Michigan thing, and it looks like it's just unraveling in front of our eyes. Um, different yeah. pictures of of this guy being at different mm-hmm. games. Um, talking yep. about the record prior to when they thought this started, uh, Jim Harbaugh was barely a 500 coach. Ever since they believe when this started, he's hardly lost the game. Um, as a Buckeye fan, I try not to use that as a reason why we've lost the last two years after dominating them for so many years, like 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it is. But the back uh-huh. of my mind now, I start to wonder, did those wins have anything to do with the signal stealing? Do, is, is that a factor? Um <sighs> Which, which, have you kept up with this? If so, what's your thoughts on? I have. It's kind of, it's a tricky situation just because all these pictures keep coming out. You know what I mean? And it's really linking the pictures to Michigan. You know, there's no doubt, there's no doubt that this employee. Central Michigan versus Michigan game there. Michigan State has come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's there's pictures of people that work at Michigan. You know what I mean? In in photos. You know what I mean? So that that right there mm-hmm. alone, you know, if you you can't really say you know if he's acting on his own, you know, because all that stuff costs money. All that stuff costs yeah. money. That stuff that stuff right there. You have to really have a physical plan. You know, you have to play it out. You have to buy tickets. You got to tell people, you know, people have to know that you're going to a game. You understand what I'm saying? So it just makes them look bad. You know, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, saying Michigan is guilty just because, you know, on the low, I do like Michigan. You know what I mean? But it just makes it look no, bad. No, I don't know I what like you mean. I need, I need, I need the whole story. I need the whole story before <laughs> I, I say. I don't know what you mean at all. How can those words come out your mouth, Mario? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got, I got, I got to see. I got, I got to see. I got to see the whole picture. But I got to see everything. I got to see all the evidence. But it just makes them look bad because the employee works for Michigan, and we all know that. But somebody got this, some explaining this... to do. <laughs> This is kind of why I have kind of not been very vocal about this. And not other than the fact that, yes, I would like to see more of the facts come out before. I mean, they pulled what was going to be, I think, with the largest head coaching contract or whatever. Um, they've already – Michigan's already pulled that. Now, a lot of people think that they'll, uh-huh. he'll probably still get offered an extension. Um I think that will depend on what else comes out, what actual proof can be proven before 
I think Michigan is going to lay down some kind of contract offer extension if they do. Um, I, I feel it's probably going to take – so I, I don't know how much more damaging. Like if all, everything we've seen is true – and maybe a little bit more, that might be it. I can't see Michigan saying, you know what, you've turned this program around. We're a winning program. Yes, this is a black guy, but we're going to extend your contract. But knowing that the reason the program has been quote-unquote turned around is because technically you've been cheating, so you've not really turned it around. You just kind of gave yourself an upper edge. I don't know. Um would you now, the big thing, the, now, I don't see Michigan to be honest. I unless it looks real, real bad, you got statements of coaches saying connected to him, you know what I mean? I, I don't see Michigan sitting there saying, uh, we're gonna let him go. It, it, I think it all depends on how damaging the evidence gets to be. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If it's we just go, yeah. what we've seen so far, then no. I, I don't think he's yeah. going to get the contract because it is a black guy, the contract they were uh, going to give him. But I don't see him letting go. But if, say, over the next the rest of the season, because nobody thinks anything's going to happen the rest of the season. I think because the NCAA bylaws, they have like 90 days before they really got to do anything, Michigan that is, to respond or whatever. So basically this season is going to play out however it plays out, um, which I listened to Joe Platt or whatever his name is. He has a uh, podcast. He was on Callan Cowherd today. Um, talk about that was probably a good thing that it came out already. That way we at least know the previous two weeks and the rest of the season, the odds are there's no signal stealing going on because now he's under a spotlight. So we know or have a good idea that the rest of the season is probably going to be on the up and up because now he's under this microscope. So versus yeah. knowing at the end of the season. So knowing now, excuse me, could be a very good thing. Yeah. Um, the other thing about it is why I've not been very vocal about it, other than I don't want to, because this is I, the Ohio State Michigan rivalry is. I, I I don't want to make it sound like it's the ultimate rivalry of all time. But I feel because football, for the most part, is a bigger sport than basketball. Um, yes, it is. It, it, it is a bigger rivalry than when we compare Duke to UNC. Now, I have lived in North Carolina. I have worked in Chapel oh, Hill. I have worked in Durham. That is a big deal. Yeah. But yeah. That's the closest you're going to get. But I think there's a – difference in the rivalry um and i think there's a difference in the class of people you're, you're talking basketball yup and i'm not trying to put down two people in chapel hill but you got a bunch of rich yuppie doctors and stuff and same in durham like this rivalry is only so serious there's a genuine hatred to each other but i feel that the the, the the Ohio Michigan and the, the Detroit Dayton Cleveland the it's a little bit different like it's it's serious and it's football it's physical it's not basketball and I'm not trying to say basketball is not physical but there there's a difference in this rivalry both both sets hate each other like Durham and UNC being ten miles apart I, I want to say is, is it even ten miles is it is ten miles apart isn't it and that what it is ten miles apart from Basically, all three colleges, the, the NC State, the Triangle. Um, 
the hatred between them is serious. But I think the Ohio State and Michigan, like, we don't even normally say Michigan. You call you refer to them as TTUN, the team up north. You put red X's through the M's. Like, you don't even use M's that entire week. Like, that's how serious this whole thing is. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be part of that. Like, as much as my hatred is towards Michigan, I don't want to be that, oh, Michigan this and that, blah, 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 and cheat. Because at the end of the day, and this is where my, I, I kind of hold back my uh-huh. comments. Yep, the end of the day, go. everybody does it. There yep, is not a single it. team that uh, is not out there trying to do the same thing. Just same. some get Pick caught. Up the edge. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. We, we've seen uh-huh. this where Bill Belichick was accused of Spygate. Atlanta uh-huh. got fined for putting fake crowd noise in the stadium to uh-huh. make it hard for the other team to yeah. hear. To uh-huh. um, what was it, what the Saints did? What was that called when? Um, uh, bounty. Bounty gate. So, yeah. and those are just ones we know. There's no yeah. doubt in my mind. Everybody is doing something to try yeah. to get the advantage. This is a very competitive sport. This is a very competitive world we're in. Everybody wants to win. Jobs depend on it. Contracts depend uh-huh. on it. Careers count on it. Hell, Josh yep. McDaniels and the GM just got fired from Las Vegas because they were not competitive. Josh jo- yep. McDaniels has not even made two years in either one of his head coaching stints. Uh-huh. Um, this is this is a very competitive – sports are very competitive. We've watched uh-huh. people get murdered. We've watched people – get physically hurt. We've well, we've seen fans like going it's crazy. So I know and that's why I kinda of, because soon as I jump on that bandwagon, soon as I'll oh, Jim Harbaugh cheat this, Jim Ball Harbaugh cheat that tomorrow's new news headline, Ryan Day had sent Ball Boy to blah 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 blah. That would be my luck. Yep, like yep. so I try to reframe even once we get the actual news and, and things are confirm, confirmed, I will only be able to say so much because as soon as you say something, you find out your team did it. Just like you would have never thought UNC would do anything wrong. Then what, Butch Davis was sitting there basically fake classes and everything else, and Butch Davis got up yeah. and have gotten run out of UNC for that. Um, so it happens. So yeah. I try to watch. Yes, do I get a chuckle out of it? Yes. I don't like Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. I don't like – I didn't even care for him in San Francisco. It has nothing to do with him being a Michigan coach. Um, and I've said this many times, and I will say this many times again. It's not even got so much to do with the 49ers or Jim Harbaugh. I am a Cleveland Brown. I am an Ohio State Buckeye. I am a Cleveland Cavalier. I don't like nobody else. Like, I'm not one that has multiple teams. That is it. If you don't play for my team no more, I don't care for you no more. When LeBron was gone and went to Miami, no longer liked LeBron. LeBron came back and played for Cavaliers. Okay, I like LeBron again. LeBron goes to Lakers. Okay, I don't like LeBron no more. I like the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nick Chubb might be the first person in a long time that if Nick Chubb was to go somewhere else, which I don't think Cleveland will ever allow that to happen because Nick Chubb is one of the best things that ever happened to the Cleveland Browns, um, just like Joe Thomas. And I think that they will do what they got to do to keep Nick Chubb. Um, might be the closest thing to a player that I might still pull for on another team. Yeah. But, um, 
don't don't think I will get a chuckle out of this. And it will be curious oh, yeah, to see what the, the the day. I, I I know just like hey, if Coach K would have would have came out and he was. And look, you might not say a lot because you guys said they're worried about Roy Williams and whoever your coach is now and what they may have done would have come out. But no, hey, do you see what Coach K did? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Guess what Duke's not doing next year? Ha, ha, ha. Ooh. Kind of thing. But that's kind of, you know, I've learned that and I've been in enough cities and I've been, I've experienced enough in life to know that everybody's trying to get that edge somewhere. Some just get a little careless with it. Some of them just get somebody gets to talking. You know, it don't take much to get people talking and things get out, whatever the case. Or if you look hard enough, I promise you, for those that are listening, I promise you, if you had an opportunity to look at your 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 favorite football team, um, Mario with UNC, me with Ohio State. Ohio State's a little bit different because Ohio State Stadium's like a hundred and freaking a million people. It's a little bit more crowded than UNC's stadium is going to be, and it's not a shot at, uh, at UNC. It just we have a bigger stadium. It's the shoe. It's huge. It's like 105,000. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't yeah. think you guys barely get half of that in your guys' stadium. Uh-oh. But at a normal stadium, at a normal crowd, outside of your Michigan, outside of your Ohio State, it makes me wonder, some of the pictures I've seen are those Photoshop. Like, you're going to tell me at the Wisconsin game, you see everybody in red and white because both teams are the same color, and you have one person in Michigan colors. Like, it just kind of weird to me. So that's why, kind of why I'm hesitant on some of the stuff I say because it just seems odd that that one Michigan person that is at the game in Michigan colors, like, who, like, I couldn't imagine – an Ohio State fan going to a Michigan game in Michigan or even say they're playing Michigan State at Michigan State and it'd be the only – and you're there to steal signals and be in your team colors. Like, that just I, – I don't know. It just makes me wonder about those some of the pictures I've seen. That's another reason why I'm kind of hesitant on just saying, oh, yeah, they're doing it. Uh-huh. But I promise you, if you, you had – Teams that are don't have the the stadium size that you have your fifty or sixty thousand max, and you had nothing to do with your life. This is all, this is what you did. You had nothing better to do with your day, but to sit there and look through, get a get a, a sky view or a, you know different angles of all the fans. And this is what you did. Like, you are a conspiracy theorist, and you looked at the, the every fan every single week. I guarantee if somebody had that type of time, you would probably find somebody in the stadium of shady businesses doing something for their college to try to get advantage against your college. That just that just what it is. Yeah. I, I, I would be – you would be highly delusional to think that Michigan is the only person or only college mm-hmm. to send somebody into – I just think, like I said, I, I just the pictures. I just can't imagine. Hey, why don't you go steal signals to take pictures? And make sure once you wear, make sure you wear Michigan colors to make sure that they, you know, yeah. like you would blend in. I'm sorry, but that, that that's <laughs> that's why why I'm part of why I'm hesitant. Like if I'm going undercover and stealing signals or doing something, I would be wearing Ohio State colors or Wisconsin colors or whatever, or just no color I at saw, all. I'm not wearing I, I go blue all over me. <laughs> No, I saw a picture with the Central Michigan game, I believe. Yeah, I saw that. I, yeah, I saw that now, one. That one wasn't Michigan yeah. colors. 
No, 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 that's that's a totally different situation there. Yeah. Now, if you dress it up in Central Michigan hat, T-shirt, slacks, and everything, and you're on the sideline, yeah. now that, that, that that right there is to- that that right there crazy right there. Yeah. Um, but to the the college rankings, um. A lot of people are up on this Washington and Oregon thing, and I had this discussion with my employee, the one I do the sports book with. His name's Deontay. Uh-huh. I'm not sold. One, I'm not sold on Bo Nix. They got a few people that are no. all sold on the Oregon quarterback, but I'm not sold on. Too. I'm not sold on either one of those teams. Uh-huh. And like I told him, my no. issue is is they're playing like Pac-12 teams. And this is not a shot of yeah. the Pac-12. Yeah. But they're not Big Ten teams. They're not no. SEC uh, teams. They're uh, not even uh, the better teams of the ACC no. or Clemson or Florida yeah. State. Yeah. Uh, and, and not to say throw shade at UNC and Duke. They're having good, yeah. good seasons this year. But not traditionally. They don't normally have good yeah. seasons. Not yeah. in top 25, top 10 conversations. Um, yeah. If Oregon was beaten up on Penn State, who's having a good year, or Ohio State, or Michigan, or Georgia, or uh, Florida State, I would have a little bit more, okay, yeah, these teams are legitimate. But you're just beating teams out west that, when was the last time we talked about any of these teams in a national title game? When Outside of Clemson of the ACC, when have we really talked about anybody national title except for an SEC or Big Ten team? And so I'm supposed yeah. to be sold on Washington and Oregon as these serious threats that have really not beat nobody. Yes, it reminds me of the days of Boise State. It reminds me of the days of TCU that looked good when they beat up on the teams out there and went undefeated. And people, oh, I don't understand why it's so hard to get them in the bowl games. And as soon as they get into the national title games or the playoff system and then they get the breaks beat off of them because they play a legitimate contender, Uh a Big Ten team or an SEC team or the better ACC team. And we understand, oh, that's why. That's why we don't hardly pick them. They have never really played nobody. Um, That's how I feel about these two teams. And I I know that it feels kind of salty and shady, but that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Do you see Washington and Oregon as being, like, serious, legitimate national title contenders? No. No. The same same way that you're thinking about the Pac-12 is the same way that I feel – you know, it, it looks good. It looks good. You know, you're putting up good numbers, you know what I mean, and you're doing great things. But it just shows when that, when that weather turns a little bit and you got to play rudder football, you got to get a little physical, you know what I mean, you're going to be playing. Mm-hmm. You're going to be you, – you, it just it, football is just a little bit different. And the, Pac, the Pac-12 schools in Washington and Oregon, they can't relate to that. They can't relate no. to a long drive where you get punched in your mouth with a running back on first down and third down. You know what I mean? Play action on first down. They're they're used to that, so you can't come out there and, and try to be the little fast team because they got bigger boys, they got stronger players, they play man to man. That you're not gonna get you you're not gonna get off on the big bubble screens, or you're not gonna get off the the deep route. I I have sat here and listened to sports analysts like legitimately feel that Oregon should be the the top team, even though – and I don't want to throw out the record because 
seven and one and eight and oh is really that much of a difference. And it, we could have a seven and one team right now that I'm sorry, but if Michigan was seven and one, as long as their one loss was against like Penn State or Ohio State right now. I would put them still above Washington or put them even still above Florida State because I don't feel Florida State's really beat anybody that would solidify yeah. them over Michigan with a one loss, depending on, you know, depending uh, on who they lost to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's no doubt in my mind, if we had the national title game tomorrow and they had to play Ohio State, Michigan, or Georgia right now, I, there's no doubt in my mind that not only would those three teams beat Oregon – but they would show the whole entire world why there's a difference between yeah. the Pac-12 quality Ooh. teams versus the Big Ten SEC quality teams. Like, there's no doubt yeah. in my mind. I, I don't even like Georgia. I don't like anybody SEC. Um, I, Alabama's really ruined that for me. But I think Alabama probably could beat them. LSU could probably beat them. Georgia, no doubt, could beat them. Um, but there, there's – there's a different level. That just like as much as I don't like UNC and Duke, there's not too many teams out there unless you go to Cameron Indoor Arena or I don't I'm sorry, I don't know what UNC is many years I worked there what their arena's called. But unless you, you go Smith. there and fit Dean Smith, uh, Dean yeah. Smith Arena. Yep, unless, yeah, unless you go in like there, that. even as a Buckeye fan, unless Ohio State went and beat one of those teams, I, I'm sorry, but you're not a legitimate contender for a national title. Like yeah. uh, that, That's kind of the teams for me in basketball and some of the SEC teams. Now, you're Indiana certain years and you're Wisconsin's I, I, and Michigan's a couple of years are legitimate contenders, but I still hold – Duke and UNC is kind of the bar. Now, if you're, you're not at their level, even on a bad year, then you're not really legitimate contenders for a national uh-huh. title. Now, and I know it's a little bit different in basketball because the tournament kind of throws everything. That's just, that's just a whole different beast, and anybody can win. It's uh-huh. not the same as football. But I still, you no. know, I'm sorry, but if UD goes in there, and matter of fact, you're the COVID. That's all I hear. Well, the first year I was back. Oh, you did. It was the year they had Ob Topin or whatever his name is, and uh, Ohio State was like twenty-five and two or something, and people started talking about, well, UD could do this. UD, UT ain't play nobody. You didn't beat nobody yeah. in the Big Ten. You ain't beat nobody uh-huh. in the SEC. You ain't beat nobody in ACC. You beat a bunch of local – I don't even know the local conferences here. That you, that's who you beat up on all year long. I'm sorry there's no – yeah. and I, I had many arguments when I first moved back with people watching – date like they beat nobody. Like you guys have this delusional idea. Now, like I said, I know the tournament's different. But I'm sorry if we would have made it all the way to the tournament. And I'm a Dayton fan. I've watched the Dayton girls play. As a matter of fact, I've watched the Dayton girls and the Dayton guys play. I have a phenomenal yeah. time there. But if we would have came down to do the last two game, the last game of this season, and it would have been Dayton versus UNC or Dayton versus Duke, yes, I would have cheered on Dayton. But I don't think we'd have uh, a legitimate shot because that's yeah. the level of play. Uh, hey, so, not trying to be, yeah. not trying to be off topic. I, I got a question for you. You know, since you brought up the COVID, yeah, I don't think oh, I, I don't think we ever talked about it in, in all those situations. We may have, but you know, during COVID, do you uh, how do you feel about the bubble, the bubble ring that LeBron James won? You know, it don't gotta be long. You know, do do you do you feel do you feel like it's an honest championship, or do you feel like there should be something by it? 
in your opinion? No. I don't okay. think we shouldn't do anything by it. I don't okay. feel that there was no advantage. Like, it would okay. be one thing if everybody had to be in this bubble except for the Lakers and they got to go home and do what they wanted to do and everything else. I feel uh-huh. that everybody was put into the same circumstance with the same play field. Nobody had an advantage. It sucked. Okay. Um, and everybody lost players at different times due to COVID. And it was a, it was a whole different thing. Um, but no, I don't think any less of that championship. Do you think okay. anything less of that championship or there should be anything next to it? <laughs> Uh, I do. I mean, just my personal, just my personal opinion. You know, with the break they had, with uh, starting back up, you know, nobody traveling. But every, you know, it's kind of like an but a, everybody, a huge, But everybody got know, the I, same. I everybody got the same break hey, boss, and the boss, same. Boss, 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 hey, boss, I totally understand. I'm, I'm just saying my <laughs> personal opinion. I know, I'm just, I know. I'm just trying to get. I'm trying to yeah, understand yeah, why it's different. Yeah, I just. I why just, you feel different? Because of that. I just feel it's different, you know, with not the non-traveling factor, the non-crowd, being off, you know, basketball starting back up, couple months, you know, after the season stopped, you know, everybody sitting, you know, Disney World together. You know, big AAU tournament, but it just to me that's just that's just I I feel like you know it it, it, it I I feel like I wouldn't say a true championship because they did win. You know what I mean? Not saying I'm like a, a big LeBron hater or anything like that. No, I'm not a LeBron James fan. I respect what he does on the court because he because he's been doing it a long time. But it just it just I don't know. I'm, a fan of LeBron, I'm not. Okay. I have ultimate, I have the utmost respect for him in the aspect yeah. of the fact that he mm-hmm. has been a loyal man, great with yeah. his children. He has done mm-hmm. so much for the community, the world. Mm-hmm. I don't like his politics. I don't like how yeah. he conducts different things. I'm not a fan of that. Um, mm-hmm. I understand that you have your good and bad with everything. So I understand yeah. that there are bad racist people in every aspect of the world to unfortunately include uh-huh. police. But I, I'm not one that I say all police are bad. And I've lost friends for that No, because I don't no, feel no, no, no. every my, cop is a bad cop. No, my, my dad, my dad, you know, not, 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 uh, you know, when I, when my dad, my dad was in the military, my dad was, a. Uh, <laughs> A MP, a policeman, you know, mm-hmm. CID. You know, I even got, you know, ran into in trouble with him. You know what I mean? And he was my dad. You know, but <laughs> no, I, I could, you know, the police factor. I, I, I do have a lot of respect for for what they do. You know, same thing with the military. You know, I came from the military, so so of course the flag does mean a lot to me because I remember writing my dad months and months at a time when he was in, you know in Panama or overseas, you know what I mean? So I know the struggle, you know, that part. But, you know, the police factor, you know, I I didn't gave police a long run before, and uh, good things, you know, happen. I'm still here, you know. It's just, it's just the situation, how things happen, and uh, and the people you run into. 
Now, now, funny thing about CID, and I'll get a sidetrack, and I'll get uh, back to the LeBron thing. Actually, while yeah. I was stationed at Fort Bragg, the one I came uh, back from overseas, I ended up getting a second job. And I didn't know this yeah. for a while, and I ended up becoming friends with one of the uh, MPs that was CID. And Frank uh, did not know this. Nobody knew this for the longest time, but actually CID was watching me because they didn't believe that I actually had a second job at Brooklyn Pizzeria. That's where I started at with the whole Brooklyn Pizzeria thing was the one in Spring Lake. Yeah. But they were actually uh-huh. watching me. They thought I was running drugs, and the Brooklyn delivery thing was just a front so I could run drugs. Uh-huh. Found out later on that I was actually being watched because that's what they thought I was doing. But anyway. Um, uh-huh. So I've, I have a lot of respect for LeBron James. Um, I just don't like some of the things. But what he has done with his family, um, the community, the schools, everything else, I uh-huh. give him a lot of respect. Yeah. But when it comes to that yeah. championship, trust me, I don't want to count any championships outside of the Cleveland Cavaliers championship. But when you talk about the break, that just lets me know that the Lakers did a better job of staying conditioned during that break. Yeah. When you talk about the conditions in the, in the bubble, that just means that they adapted to a circumstance that nobody could control better than everybody else. They came right. together better than everybody else. They played at a That's level I... that was unprecedented. No fans, no travel, whatever reasons we want to throw out there. And I'm not saying this uh-huh. to, to change your mind or anything. This is just my perspective yeah. of why I don't think there should be anything in it. I actually kind of applaud what they did because at that point in time, when uh, – was that Ruby Colbert was the first NBA player to come down with COVID, and that's when things uh-huh. started to tumble. When things that's when yeah. that's when they started canceling the tournament. That's when the UD people got upset because the tournament got canceled. It was right before the tournament. Um, that's when things started to unravel and things became. I'm going to use quotes. Um, serious when it comes to the COVID. I, I I'm one of those that I don't. I believe. The numbers are skewed. I believe that Mm -hmm. most of your people that died with COVID, that's what it was. They died with COVID. They had underlying health conditions or other things. Mm -hmm. Hospitals were getting all this money to chalk it up as just COVID, so I think the numbers were skewed. I think that, yes, the sick, the unhealthy, excuse me, the sick, the unhealthy, or the elderly or children, yes, were at more risk. But I think for the most part, those that didn't have underlying, and there's people, oh, this person went to the gym all the time, or this person, you don't know all their health conditions. They, you you yeah. yourself don't always know your own health conditions. How my wife didn't know that yeah. what the doctor called two, like, alien monsters growing inside her was that serious until she had everything taken out of her back in whatever that was this year or last year, whatever it was. So you, you don't even know yourself necessarily all the conditions, but that was kind of when Ruby Gobert came down with COVID. That's when everything kind of the world just kind of that, at that point, everything just started shutting down. That was it. And to see this team be able to stay in condition and overcome what, a lot of people fear this was like this was going to wipe out the world. Like this, this is just—it was weird. It was a weird time we were living in. Like 
you still got people walking down the sidewalk in masks. And, you know, I try not to knock people wearing masks to each his own. I, I think personally it yeah. kills your immune system, and I think that's why I, I have hardly ever get sick. And even since then, I've hardly ever sick because I try not to wear that mask and wear it as little as I could because I don't feel that was good for our immune system. But uh-huh. I still see people walking down the sidewalk, which to me I never understood people driving in their car by themselves or walking down the sidewalk by themselves why they had a mask on. There's nobody around you. Like, what are you? What are you scared of catching by yourself? Um, but anyway, yeah. to be able to put that all behind you and be able to overcome this—I I mean, people were scared. People, I watched video of people throwing themselves off of buildings, like you know. And I don't know why YouTube even allows some of these videos on there, but I—I I, I literally watch people jump off t- water towers and off out of buildings and everything else. Like, I would cut it off once I realized I didn't actually see them hit the ground. Like, I stopped the video. I was like, what? I, YouTube is allowing this stuff? But anyway, we were living in very extreme times. And at that time, it was, it was weird. And for some people, it was extremely scary. But they, all those players, I have a lot of respect for all those players that were willing to, you know, look, we're going to go here. We're all going to be together. We're going to follow these guidelines. We're going to stay safe, and we're going to put on the best performance we can. And to do that and not be able to have the fans, you know, momentum changes. Like, I have been as, like, the, one of the most exciting games I've ever been to. We ended up losing. It was a Columbus Blue Jackets game. It was the only NHL game I got to go to. And we thought we scored at the end of the game, and this place is rough. Like, the whole place was crazy. Then you watch replay and realize they didn't score, and then the other team turned around and scored, like, two seconds later, and we lost. But the, the momentum oh. to have the home, you've been, you've been to UNC games, you know what it's like. And uh-huh. the craziness and loud and how that changes the momentum and watch these players do it without all that. Yeah. Like I have a lot of respect for all of them. And so I can't invalid anything that was accomplished because they did one, they put their health on the line, regardless how safe you you were even going to work, like people in masks and have to take their temperatures. It seems like you, every time you turn around, someone else caught it. Um, I was fortunate I was never one of those that actually caught it. But to, to be willing to put your health at risk, not knowing really the outcome, because this was all still kind of new, and go out there and win a championship, I understand there's a lot of people that are on the same side of the fence as you, and I don't knock it because mm-hmm. it's not the same. But I can't knock it because, like, I have a lot of respect for all them that did what they did, not knowing the end game, you know, just because I didn't necessarily believe that it was as severe as people made it and it was a a lot of agenda to it doesn't mean Uh, that I was right and we all could have died two weeks later because it just wiped us out. You know, you don't know. So, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Uh, like I said, Bob Knight. 83 years old, passed away. I'm not sure exactly what he passed away of. I, I just know they talk about breaking news, three national titles, the undefeated 76th season. I want to say 902 wins, or at least 902 wins was the mark at Indiana. I don't remember if there was more than that. Um, character. 
Um, was interesting to watch, um, being a Buckeye, and of course, Indiana being the Big Ten, never liked them. Um, but then again, it didn't matter which team you played for, unless you were a Buckeye coach, it didn't like you anyway. Um, but uh, it was definitely entertaining to watch. Um, any thoughts on Bob Knight? Yeah, it's a uh, is def- definitely a legendary coach. You know, with all the all the videos he saw, all the wins he had, you know, all the lessons as far as uh, his teacher's style of of life and basketball. You know, some people called him outrageous. You know, some people called him tough. You know, everybody has their own opinions of how a coach should coach. But he was definitely a coach that uh that uh you know push yeah did his own thing so he he would definitely be missed but he would definitely also know he he left he left a good stamp on college basketball and the overall coaching atmosphere. <laughs> We're sitting there. Like I said we was at a pizza party in the sun. First first season of soccer. Um, we'll we'll say I was very impressed. Um, Young has went from being afraid of his own shadow to by the end of the season was playing goalie and was a good goalie. Um, His first game, I I think he had four or five goalie shots. I think the last one, the one he finally missed, but his first goalie shot against him, he he stopped it. And uh, he won most of that game. Without, like I said, it went to the very end. At that point, the defense would kind of given up and everything, and everybody was kind of down to that point because the game kind of got out of control. Um, the offense just wasn't scoring. Not that the score got out of control, but it just the effort wasn't there no more. But uh, the wife's watching the clips on ESPN. <laughs> Her only thought was, you know, if this was today's time, <laughs> that coach would have been sued. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, just... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he would have sued, fired. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Head bunted a player, grabbed a player, put yeah. the player. Like, um, but he didn't play. Like, he, there was a there was a certain expectation. You played to the expectation, or there was consequences. Um. So, uh, I don't know. It was entertaining. It was just funny to me. Um. That was just like I, I spoke to somebody today. It was actually. My brother-in-law's husband, he was, he had joined the uh, Army. Um, he ended up getting discharged, whatever, for some medical reason. And so today was the yeah. first day I actually seen him. He just got back. He actually missed the viewing, but he was here for the actual funeral. Um, it was a whole to-do to get him back because he was being medically discharged. And he comes up to me, and he's just like, did you know that blah, 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 blah. And if you did this, then you had to eat this. And... I was like, you do realize I did all this already. Like, I've experienced the same thing. So the only difference between me and you is I was 18 years old, just out of high school, basically just got off my mom's pit and was new to the world. I said, you're 30-something years old and have experienced life and have had a chance to grow up in, you know, kind of different different place in your life versus I was like. You know, when you're 18 versus 33, you know, you have a different view. You're you're more confident. You're not scared of everybody. Like, you're just in a different place. I was like, but you, I'm sitting there thinking, you do realize that I did all this, and I know exactly what you're talking about, and I've done all this. So um, it was an interesting conversation today. Um, Do we got any other topics? 
that we need to jump into before we get our picks. I think it was a go. I do. I do. Before we get into the actual picks. Um, one, I, it was probably a good thing that last week we didn't do picks. The last couple of weeks have not been good weeks for us. The week before that, we both went uh-huh. five and eight. Um, yeah. so this, this week might not have been a great week either. My Browns lost, but like I said earlier, I'm not too upset with it, um, especially since we're still on a third-string quarterback, don't have our starting our starting running back, uh-huh. and I won $130 because yeah, Geno Smith got the yardage I need. Um, my Browns. I got one question, so I got one question for you. Yeah. I got one more question. Do you think – do you think – you, you know, you think Watson's really just uh, laying low and just getting his money and just is like coasting? Do you think? Do you think he's a player? Do you think? Do you, huh? If it wouldn't be for, I feel that Adam Scheffner is a pretty good, reliable source, uh, and the fact that he's reported that there are underlying issues with the injury. Okay. I tend to believe that there's something there. I think there are some players that would play through it. Okay. And then I right. think there's Deshaun Watson that maybe and it might not even be his decision. He might be just catching the blame for it. This might be upper coaching decisions. I don't know. But either way he's not playing through it. Now All right. That's not saying that it's because she's weaker than other players. Those underlying injuries, it might be one of those things where either you take a little bit more time to rest and not play through it and uh-huh. be able to continue playing a career, or you can take the chance. But if you do this or that, this could be the end of your career situation. So, yeah, I, I could. I can feel that. I can feel that. Just because I remember when Cam Newton took that big hit against Pittsburgh, you know, the, that deep ball was gone after this. You know what I mean? That accuracy, yeah. it was already bad, but it got way worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He, you know what I mean? He, had, he was all right. But after that Pittsburgh, you know, after that Super Bowl loss and that following year and that Pittsburgh game, and he took that hit on that shoulder, it's been a wrap since then. A whole franchise changed ever this, since that hit. When it comes to injuries, it's especially when your your career or life depends on granted it's a little bit easy for him because the money's guaranteed. So regardless if he ever plays again or not, he's paid. Um Yeah. When it comes to injuries it's a it's it's a funny thing. Uh, and when I lived in North Carolina and I was going to the Gold's Gym on Skylow Road. I remember being at the gym. And I remember it was a back routine. And I remember I got on the low row machine. And I remember something didn't feel right in my back. But I thought maybe I just moved the wrong way. That was it. Finished my routine. And my back got worse and worse. It got to a point that I had basically a walking cane. I could walk, though. Um, I spent all day, and not to get too public with all my information, but I spent all day 
because where, where I worked at that point in time, I was allowed to drink. As long as I kept in the cup and didn't get drunk, they didn't care. So I spent all day drinking, trying to keep my back from hurting. I had smoked all day long. I had people give me morphine patches, and I had perks. And yet mm-hmm. I could still barely move. Like, I had to have people get dough out of the things. Some people helped me stretch. I couldn't get pizzas out the oven. I could barely move, but I could still make a pizza better than anybody else that was working, so I had to make the pizzas. That point forward, I've always kind of been very hesitant about back routines or my back. Yeah. Fast forward, you're talking 20-something years, to I want to say it was two years ago. I'm at work, and I went to get off the toilet from doing a number two, and something didn't feel right when I lifted up, but I continued on. I had an audit the next day. I went and did and reorganized and straightened up two whole freezers, went home. It's like, you know what? My back hurts. I'm tired. I'm going to lay down and take a nap. I woke up 30 minutes, an hour later, whatever it was. I could not move at all. I literally was stuck in my bed for the next five days. Could not move. Mm-hmm. I had to lay. I had to roll. I had to roll to the side of the bed and piss on a water bottle. After about five days, I started getting paranoid. I'm like, you know, what's the, I'm on the second floor. When's the house catches on fire? What happens if I get to a point that I got to do number two again? I can't get to the toilet. And at that point, things started to play in my mind to the point, I don't know if we ever had this conversation, but I literally had to crawl. off. I had to roll off, slide off the side of the bed. I had to low crawl down my hallway to my stairs. I had to crawl down a flight of stairs, got to the bottom of the stairs, and my brother and my wife had to help me get up and basically – hold me in a way that it didn't hurt enough that I could get to the car so we'd get down to the VA. All that being said, um, even to this day, I'm still hesitant about back stuff. With that being said, Uh I don't know the severity of his injury. Being somebody that has had injuries and know the severity it can get to, I've never in the past been one for the sympathy of it. And I don't want to believe that, okay, he's got this $240 million he's done, because he could have done without the $240. Houston paid him enough. He didn't have to have this contract. So part of me, because of the Adam Scheffner report coming out and, you know, him tweeting out and, and talking about the injuries, part of me wants to side with the fact that, okay, maybe it's a precautious thing. Maybe, you know, he knows he's still not in physical shape. He knows that watching in the first couple of games, the accuracy still wasn't there. If he's going out there playing like crap because he's not 100%, and the criticism is only going to get worse. Oh, look, he still looks like crap. He's still not, you know. The... So it really at this point to me doesn't make a difference if he plays or not because he's going to get criticized either way. Actually, what pisses me off more is the fact that it is obvious that the Cleveland Browns had no backup plan at all. You're talking about DTR, who was, because I don't know his real name, and they called him DTR, so that's all I know him by. With a fifth-round pick, this is his rookie season, looked like trash. And then you had P.J. Walker, which I'm not going to say it looks like trash. He was able to win a couple games, but 
none of his performances have been worthwhile to watch. Knowing that we had Josh, Josh Jobs, which I'm surprised Arizona just traded him off. I forget where he just went to, but he got traded. Um, and we had Jacoby Brissett, which I'd never understood. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, because of Kirk Cousins. Um, and we had Jacoby Brissett, which I didn't understand because I don't think Brissett had any, any issue being a backup quarterback there because it's not like he went off to be a starting quarterback somewhere else because he overwhelmed everybody. Why we didn't pay him to keep him as a backup quarterback because everybody loved Joe, Jacoby Brissett and he was a good quarterback. He was a good, yeah. he, uh, he was a good solid backup. I, I don't think long term he's a starter. He can start games and get you wins, but as, as a yeah. career starter, that's just not him. Yeah, that's the part yeah, that pisses got, me off yeah. more than anything. Uh, was Cleveland didn't have a backup plan in case Watson got hurt. Granted, Watson uh, hardly ever got hurt in the past, but he's gotten older. Things happen. You never know. So that actually is what pisses me off more than anything is that the fact that there was no backup plan other than Kevin Stefanski's play calling because there's no reason we should have lost that game. There's no reason that we didn't run the ball with Kareem Hunt and even Ford, who was having a good game, didn't run on that third three to get a first down versus pass it, and we stopped the clock and have to punt the ball away. There's many things that I actually pisses me off more or I'm more aggravated or upset about versus the whole Deshaun Watson and whether or not he should be playing. And all of these Cleveland fans that are so pissed off and and all we got you don't know his condition. Like I had a conversation the other day that we'll get into these I'm gonna get your opinion on it, we'll get it fixed. And I was talking to this dude, and I said something, and I was like, I ain't, I ain't saying that to my wife or whatever. She punched me whatever. Oh, it only hurt for a little while. I said, you do realize I'm at a point in my life that I can barely get out of my bed without something hurting. None alone, you know, taking a punch at 40-something years old, even for my wife. Like, you know, what mine should have only hurt for a couple hours. Mine hurt for a couple of days at this point. I don't know. And then he did respond, well, hell, I can't even roll over in bed without things hurting. I said, exactly. Like, you know, <laughs> we all get older. Things happen, especially when you're an NFL player and you take the abuse that you take on a daily basis. Um, oh, it yeah. catches up with you. I, I, like I said, I'm more, I'm more pissed off that Cleveland was unprepared in case something happened. Like, the, you should have had a solid backup quarterback. Knowing and also the other part that pisses me off is with the play he got hurt on, there was no reason to hit. He was taking that hit, run the ball, or really probably even necessary playing at that point. We were we had that game secured at that point. It was late in the game. We were up. Your thoughts on the Watson thing? Uh, I I, uh, I feel I feel you know it, it could he could feel that way. You know, just by, by just by the team doctors, two two separate doctors saying he can play, and then him not playing off an injury he could play for. But you know, like I said, I, I remember when Cam took that hit, so I can understand you know how how that so how that shoulder could be a little bit different. It was just a little question, but I feel like I feel the same way as you. I give him the benefit of the doubt. Talk, talk about the Carolina Panthers. Oh uh, man, finally win one. You know, you, you know, who'd even, y'all even that. Somebody note. y'all. No, who, no. I'm who'd y'all take, beat? I'm take, I'm, I'm, Houston. That's you know, right. it, 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 yeah, it felt good to get a win, just like everybody wants to win. You know what I mean? That, that's just whatever team you cheer for, you want to win. 
But then at the same token, playing the 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 quarterback that we could have had, you know what I mean, head to head, you know, with the with the things that he was doing in Houston before he played us as far as, you know, the strides that he's taken, the no interceptions, you know what I mean? It did it did feel good with it, but it did feel good beating him. You know, as far as a Carolina fan, you know what I mean? Just as far as that head-to-head competition, how he did lead, mm-hmm. you know, the final drive, at least to get a field goal, you know, because it, he, he, he Bryce Young did have a drive that he put together to get in field goal range, you know what I mean? So we're not going to take that against him, but it does feel good to win. Does that change your opinion at all about Bryce Young, or do you think that uh... – Carolina should look at other things. No, no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say look at other things. He's our quarterback now. You know what I mean? You know, let 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 the quarterback develop. Let the team develop. You know, there's nothing that we can do. You know what I mean? There's nothing we can do. If next, if during this draft, I'm not sitting there saying pick a quarterback in the first round, or we don't even have a first round, or second round, or third round. No, I'm not saying that. He's our quarterback for now. This is who we got. This is who was on our team. This is what we got to work with. All right. We got some things uh-huh. to do. All right. Hold on up. Oh, this is oh, all starting. All right. I'm sorry. I had to check my, my sports book, see how we're looking. For, we got a couple tickets uh-huh. in today. Um, both games are really um, all the games are really on the first. That's just in the second quarter, halftime. So we're 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 doing good. one payout seven hundred, one's a payout of uh, twenty five dollars. We'll see what happens. Um, let's get through these picks. We got Thursday night. A lot of people upset. I forget which game they're upset about. Are they upset about the uh, – no, it's not the Sunday night game. It must be the Thursday night game. I think they're upset that they didn't flex the Thursday night game. I know somebody – they're upset about one of the games. I think it's the Thursday night game. Yeah. I don't think anybody really cares about Tennessee and Pittsburgh. You could have put Miami – you could have flexed the Miami-Kansas City game in there. It might have been – it might not have been that game. I forget. I, I know I saw something. But uh, Thursday night we got Tennessee at – Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know. Tennessee has not looked good recently. Cleveland's beating yeah. them. Cincinnati's beating them. Um, I don't see any reason why Pittsburgh at home couldn't beat them. I'm going to take Uh-oh. the Steelers. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. You know, I, I don't. I don't know if you watched football last week or did you watch what Levis did as far as his first. Starting gig with four interceptions, with four touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I didn't see it, but I saw okay. the highlights of it. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it honest though. I'm gonna go ahead. Nope, to be, you gotta wait because because uh, Pittsburgh is starting Trubisky, and I'm gonna go Tennessee. I'm gonna go ahead and just go ahead and go Tennessee. I ain't even finished. I ain't finished. Go, I'm going to go Tennessee so I can try to get a, a, one more game up on you. I'll go Tennessee. 
And, and for us first, I don't think I said this yet. Um, we were five and five and eight five and eight. For those who don't remember, Mario was up one game on me and going into the last not this last week, the week before because we did a show last week and we uh-huh. didn't everything going on, I didn't reach out. Um, so Mario's record is fifty nine and forty seven. I am one game behind him at a fifty eight and forty eight. Um, you are first on this one, which I'm kind of glad you're first on this one. Yeah. Um, we got Miami just, yep. at Kansas yep, City. There you go. Um, uh-huh. The only thing that cost me in last week's sports book was Kelsey didn't show up. Like, no touchdown. Yeah. Um, I don't think Mahomes threw a touchdown. I think those were the two things I didn't didn't get um, on my yeah. whole ticket on that whole parlay, which kind of aggravated me. Um, but Kansas City against Denver did not show up at all. Um, I'm not a big fan of, I forget who it was that tried to throw Kelsey underneath the bus, talking about Shen went to the World Series game on Friday night when he had a oh, game yeah. on Sunday. Oh, no, um, no. I agree with people being upset. I know you don't keep up with NASCAR necessarily as much, mm-hmm. um, but people like myself was not thrilled that Chase Elliott during the race season was snowboarding or skiing. One of the two hurt himself. He missed some races. Yeah. Um, he was like, well, people should have a life. I understand that, but you have certain responsibilities, yeah. allega- uh, yeah. um, not allegations, but certain responsibilities and uh-huh. things that you need to do or not do during the race season. Now, yeah. first of all, racing start, finishes this is week last weekend, so early to mid-November, and don't go back until January. Why couldn't you wait and go skiing or snowboarding in the cold months when you're off-season versus going when the racing season is going on? It's beyond me. But I'm a little bit different with when it comes to that. You have responsibilities and obligations. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so yeah. snowboarding is not one of them. So you to get injured because you were out snowboarding is not a good excuse to me. Um but going to a World Series game on a Friday night, you don't play till Sunday, and it's not like you got injured or couldn't play because of an injury. It's completely different. So I, I don't like the fact that anybody threw anything about because who knows what everybody else did on a Friday night. Like, just yeah. because it was public where he was at, because pretty much everything right now is Kelsey is public, especially since him and Taylor uh-huh. Swift are thing, and especially since this era tour, she's supposed to make, like, $4.2 billion off this, yeah. this one tour alone. Like, it's just insane. Um, I know Kelsey don't need the money, but I tell you what, <laughs> I, 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 I will take me some Taylor Swift knowing she's worth $4.2 billion, too. Uh, but she seems like a genuine good person, and there's never been yeah. one bad thing about her other than her songs and her breakups. I think people are just starting to hear it up. I actually had a Kansas uh-huh. City fan in my store on Sunday, and I asked him, I was like, so this whole Kelsey Swift thing, you tired of hearing it? And he's like, I, it won't really bother me. I said, I think it's that, you know it's two good people dating. I think, I think people make a bigger deal about it. I said, I think it's funny. I think it's entertaining. It's good to see two people that seem to be genuinely good people never really done anything wrong get together. I was like, I think people make it such a big deal about it. It is what it is. Like, why are people not question. happy? And yeah. Well, you say, I know you've seen the, as far as the stats, 
when she when she's there and when she's not there, right? Yeah, that's. I think that's just coincidental, though. Right, you think so? Yeah. Okay. There's no way you're gonna tell me just because your girlfriend is in the booth that oh, no, it no. makes you play oh. better. This dude's no, already better. two I'm not, time I'm not, Super Bowl. Ch- yeah, I'm not. I'm not. But saying, stats, yeah, stats I would insinuate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you right, you right. I was just, I was so, just. I mean, that's what. I mean, the, I mean that's what. Two, you know. two-time Super Bowl champion. I think he's an MVP somewhere on something there. Like one of the best uh, tight ends, if not ever, in the league right now. Could possibly yeah. be greatest tight end, tight end of all time. I'm sorry, but her up at the booth. To me, a just entertaining person. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. I like some of her songs. No, I don't dislike yeah. her. Um, yeah. I actually, I actually like him a little bit more with her, just because I think it's entertaining. And actually, yeah. and also, it's got to do with him and his brother and their podcast. I don't know if you ever caught their podcast, mm-hmm. but they are very yeah. entertaining yeah. to watch. Yeah, very. Um, so, very yeah. So I, I, I find it. I, I don't have an issue with it. These people that have these meltdowns because of Taylor Swift or the meltdowns because people talk about Taylor Swift and Kelsey is actually entertaining to me, and I find it to be hilarious. Um, I don't have a problem with any of it. But the the people keeping up with the stats, I think that's hysterical because there's no way you're going to convince me that this man plays better just because his girlfriend's up in the studio or in the booth. I think it's got to or the sweet. I think it's got to do with mm-hmm. just so happens the home games and who they're playing um, and, yeah. and the matchups. And it's also got to do with Patrick Mahomes because it's not like Kelsey's mm-hmm. throwing the ball to himself. So it also has got to rely yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. pass rush and yeah. his accuracy uh, and everything else. Like, there's things that play into this. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, I have, I have – yeah. So I've kept they're up with it. I, I find it entertaining. But um, you get to go first. Um both of these teams are playing at great levels, and I don't know. You know, one thing, one thing, you know, Miami has lost two games, and both games were against top competitors. You know what I mean? They have to win one of these games where they're playing big teams. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? They, they have to. I think this would be the perfect game to win. They're all in Frankfurt. And and I think as long as you stop Kelsey and just double-team him, you know, as soon as the ball gets hyped, and let Patrick Mahomes figure out which receiver is going to drop the ball or which receiver he feels like more comfortable throwing to, I'm going that route, and I'm going Miami. My opportunity to catch up. Yeah. Um, once, or first of all, you know, say that they got to beat a legitimate team. Um, yeah, they do. I think that's they one do. of the they really do one of the marks on Miami. That's what the other yeah, thing uh-huh. is. The other couple things, actually, a couple things. Uh, the second thing is Kansas City at home. Obviously, I I, I would assume that Taylor Swift's going to be in that suite, and we all know the stats. We all know what happens. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah. But after the criticism, 
One, mm-hmm. you lost to Denver, one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also, I know Kelsey has I heard agree. the headlines. I know he has heard the criticism. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt mm-hmm. when he comes out this weekend, he's going to be a man on a mission to hey, look. Y'all want to yeah. talk all this crap about me in a, in a World Series game? I got you. <laughs> I'm going to put up a hundred right. yards on y'all. I, I think that all Kelsey right. comes out and has a great game. I think Kansas City, okay. actually, I don't think it's their home because it's a 930 game. So they, are they in London? They're Frankfurt. Frankfurt, Germany. I was okay, so, I'm, I'm, so, I'm not, so it's not even a yeah, it's not a yeah. not actual home game, but uh-huh. I think Kelsey comes out on the big stage. It's a standalone game, but I look, I got something for y'all. Y'all want to talk all that mess about me in the World Series? Um, I'll show you a little something. Some, I think Kansas City comes out. I think Kansas City makes a statement. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that Kansas City is going to come out and blow out Miami, but yeah. they're going to come out and show us that. They're they're the Kansas City Chiefs, not not the team that just lost to the Denver Broncos, not the Travis Kelsey that played like crap and didn't catch a touchdown, but the the Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champ yeah. Kansas, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh-huh. That's what I expect to see. I'm going to take Kansas City. Uh, Minnesota uh-huh. travels to Atlanta. Um, obviously, with Kirk Cousins done for the season, they traded got Josh Dobbs. Um, he'll be making, I'm assuming, making his start this weekend against Atlanta. Atlanta has benched their quarterback last, I want to say last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got two different quarterbacks than when we started the season with on two teams. Um, I think Atlanta's playing to the expectation that we thought, especially with the rookie quarterback, but I think Minnesota is not playing to the expectations that we thought. Um, this is actually tougher than I thought it was going to be, especially yeah. knowing that mm-hmm. we don't have starting quarterbacks playing. <laughs> I it's tough. I don't. The strange yeah. just happened what uh, today or yesterday. So Josh Dobbs is not yeah. going to have a lot of time to know this playbook. I don't know their backup situation. Prior to that, rookie, I'm be willing to bet if rookie they would, quarterback for BYU. I say if they're willing to go get, I say if they're willing to go get Josh Dobbs, that means that mm. and Josh Dobbs is not this tier quarterback. Like you're kind of putting a band aid on a bad situation. Not the knock at Josh Dobbs, but it's no, you know, legitimate backup quarterback situation or starting quarterback situation. It's not like you went out and, and got C.J. Stroud. You went out, you know, you know, you want to yeah. I'm just throwing yeah. out names. Um, so, obviously, they feel that Josh Dobbs is a better situation than they got, which yeah. Josh Dobbs is really, I don't feel, a starting quarterback in any NFL team right now. Um, I'm going to go uh-huh. with Atlanta. I feel Atlanta at home might have a better situation mm. and a better at least control of their playbook versus whatever they're going to start yeah. at Minnesota, if it be the rookie quarterback or Dobbs. I'm going to go with Atlanta. Now, usually, you know, I'm not, I'm not real, I'm not real big on Atlanta, you know, of course, but, uh, you know, just the situations and, and, and trying to pick the right game. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to ride with you. Next one on this list, and this game shouldn't be as hard as it might be to pick for me, is the Arizona Cardinals and Cleveland against the Browns. You're first. Oh. With Dobbs going, what, what, uh, Colin Murray going to play, right? 
I'm pulling up the preview to see if it shows who's starting. Oh, really? uh, 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 is Watson playing? Do you know? Do you know yet? Kyle Murray is no, he's on the pup. So Kyle Murray can't be playing. Ooh. If he's if you're on the pup list, you can't play for a certain amount of time. He's still on the pup list as of yeah, today. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I didn't know that. I know he practiced last week. I know he practiced full pack. I mean, full practice last week. But uh, well, it says a date. It says date eleven one, and it says Kyle Murray pup R knee. So I'm uh-huh. assuming that means he's on the pup reserve. That means he can't play, as far as I know of. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and uh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with Cleveland. I'm gonna go ahead and ride. Now he doesn't I'm gonna, say I'm gonna ride on Cleveland side. It doesn't say on Cleveland's side about the quarterback situations. I don't know if that means Deshaun Watson's coming back or not um, for this game. Um, let's go view all injuries and see what this says. Give you a better idea. Um, good Lord. Um, he's questionable. The Cleveland side of the list is forever long. Mike Ford, Grant Delpit, Taki Taki Smith, um, Zadarius uh, Smith. I hope he uh, he's only questionable. I hope he plays. That's a big part of that defense. David Bell, Alex mm-hmm. Wright, Jerome Ford, uh, Dewan Johnson, Najuku, Anthony Walker, Deshaun Watson, Greg Newsom. Um, questionable, questionable, question. All are questionable. So we'll see what happens. Um, that's a lot of a lot of players. Um, either way, I'm going with Cleveland. Um, ultimately, at the end okay. of the day, um, we have the number one defense. Um, so we got that to fall on. Uh, I'm not big on the fact that Anthony Walker, which is not a big deal, but the the Greg Newsom potentially not playing. Um, great cornerback, and then of course uh, Zadarius Smith, the defensive end, the other the other side of the ball from Miles Garrett, that helps make things happen both sides of the ball for or both sides of the line. Excuse me for the Cleveland Browns. I'm not a big fan of, but I don't view Arizona as a real threat to anybody, uh, other than what the Dallas Cowboys in it, who they beat. Um, I think that. If it be P.J. Walker, he can game manage enough to get us through this game. Um, I don't think Arizona is that serious of a contender that P.J. Walker couldn't game manage us through it. It'd be a great game, in my opinion, for Deshaun Watson to come back, a game that's got a little less of a threat, in my opinion. I get a chance to get him back on the field and feel comfortable before we play a more uh, legit of opponent. Um, but I am going to as well go with the Cleveland Browns. Um, I, I think that uh, we should be able to handle them. Uh, next is the Rams, Green Bay. A lot of questions whether or not Jordan Love is going to be a Green Bay Packer after this year. Green Bay yeah. is not happy. Um, I am not shocked by this. I felt that there was a reason why um, they were willing to hold on to Aaron Rodgers as long as they did. I think they knew that Jordan Love really wasn't the answer, and they're finding out he's really not the answer. I'm going to – now, is that the Rams playing a different quarterback? Is their quarterback situation? Yeah, I, I know, yeah, I know uh, St- uh, Stafford got hurt. 
on a finger. Who is who is their other quarterback? Because I saw a headline. I didn't watch. I didn't see the actual um, who the quarterback was going to be. Who is who it would be starting in place of Stafford? I don't oh, even know. Oh no. Uh, that's a good question. Let's do this. Rams. Should have read the daggone uh, headline, or the actual—not just the headline, but the actual roster. We'll see who the uh, Rams actual. This took me to the same spot where I was at. Show me the roster. Depth charm. Let's go with that. Stafford Brett Ripley is the only thing that shows Ooh. on here, but I thought they went and got somebody. No, remember they let him the quarterback from Georgia. He 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 out. He they got him on alcohol program. He he gone. He he an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying it like that, you know. He just he just out there, you know. You know, he just he's a Ramstein quarterback. Dresser win to practice squad. Daryl Henderson Jr. to active roster. Oh. Um. So whoever Dresser win is, I've never even heard. <laughs> Oh, Lord, yeah. that makes this pick a little more interesting. I agree. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm going to go play, LA. I'm going to agree back. I'm going to agree I'm back. I'm going to LA. Jordan Love is right. about out the door. He's play. I, I, I got more confidence in the Rams' defense, especially with Aaron Darnold out there, um, than I have in Green Bay right now. I give you Green Bay. <laughs> I want to take, take the Rams. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Washington at New England. Washington traded off Chase Young, which makes the 49ers' defense a little more interesting, mm-hmm. um, which makes the Washington defense a little weaker. Um, but they are playing New England, who did surprise us. They ended up winning. Was it last week they won? Was it last week they won? Um, or was it the week before? They played somebody, and they unexpectedly won. I forget who they played. I was surprised that they uh. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Buffalo. Was it Buffalo? Was it Buffalo? Yeah, might have been Buffalo. Yeah, I think it yeah. was Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're up first. New England at uh, New England home against Washington. <laughs> now, Washington, how put up a lot of points. I mean, put up a lot of yards and barely lost against the Eagles. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm going to go ahead. uh, That's hard, too, man. (laughs) Uh, You know, defensive, both defensive ends got traded. 
Uh, I think Ron Rivera is gonna be up out of here after this season. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Patriots. We are on the same boat. I went with New England as well. Um, both both teams are not in a great spot, but I, at yeah. home, I think New England might be in a little better place here. Uh, next game uh, up, Chicago at New Orleans. I, I'm going to take my chances with the Saints. Uh, neither one of these teams have really impressed me any. I really expected more out of the Saints this year than what we've gotten so far. Um, I don't think we was really expecting much out of Chicago, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Saints yeah. home. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm go- also going with the Saints. I'm going with the Saints. This one ought to be a fun one to watch. Um, Seattle at Baltimore. Um, Seattle came back last week, like I said, um, bad play calling. Um, third string quarterback, Cleveland, they came back, barely won. It was like 25-22, right? Mm-hmm. It was something. It was, it was a low-scoring game. Um, in Baltimore, um, you got first pick. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> let you go first. Uh, you know, I, I, I know, I know the Seahawks only lost two games, you know, and they're, they're top of their, their division. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and go Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens. As much as – this is probably why I'm going the other direction. As much as I would love to see Baltimore lose to help keep Cleveland in the hunt for the AFC North, it's probably yeah. my wanting them to lose that was wanting me to pick Baltimore or uh, – um, pick Seattle, but Baltimore at home, and the fact that Seattle struggled to beat Cleveland, who play calling is not great. We're on a third string quarterback. Um, I just don't see Seattle having the same success against Baltimore in this game. I'm hope we're both wrong because we're both going to have Baltimore, but I think Baltimore Ravens are going to win this All game. Right. Next up is Tampa Bay and Houston. Um, it's like a roller coaster ride with these teams. Like the one week Tampa Bay yeah, wins, no, one, week, one week Tampa Bay. Uh-huh. And Houston, it was like, even though they weren't consistently winning, you at least could count on C.J. Stroud to be consistent, which yeah. has not been necessarily the case of late. Um, uh, i probably going to regret this, but I think Tampa Bay – because they don't got to worry about any weather conditions. They got all they got to do is uh, all Baker Mayfield's got to do is go in and throw the ball. There's no, uh, it's a dome. There's no, no, there's no factors. Uh, so I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay. Can oh wait, I think, I think uh, y'all got a lot of respect. You know I me mean, for what's going down there in Houston. I'm currently gonna be flying to Texas tonight or tomorrow. So not to get off topic, but I need the Diamondbacks to win so they play Friday night down there in Fort Worth because I'll be down there. You know what I mean? So, so I'm trying to be in that What you going to Texas for? You know what I'm saying? Just to go uh, chill with a good friend of mine. Uh, I'm, his, I'm, his God, I'm, I'm the godfather of his daughter, and we've been friends. That's cool. very, like, it's, yeah, we're like very good friends many, many years, you know. So he just currently moved down to Texas from Detroit, so I'm just going down there 
just uh, you know, be pop in, see the town, you know, together, chill, you know, come back on Monday. But I'm gonna go ahead. I'm going Houston. And I remember what the flex was. People were upset that they didn't flex. I think it's the Monday or Sunday night game from Monday because. I see the Sunday night game, which is a really good game, and the Monday night game is not such a good game. But anyway, yeah. um, you picked Houston, you said? Yeah, I picked Houston. It's going to be another one of them weeks. Okay. Somebody's got to lose this week. <laughs> Next on the list is the Indianapolis Colts against your Carolina oh, Panthers. Oh, 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 oh. Who you got? I got Carolina. I, listen, you win one, you can win two. So I'm on the I'm on the boat, and I'm trying to see you win two. So I'm putting I'm putting on paper. This is how I want to see you win, and I'm putting Carolina. I hope you brought a life preserver because that boat's going down. I got the Indianapolis. <laughs> uh, Somebody's going next down. Game on, <laughs> next game on the list is the Giants at Las Vegas. Uh, um, I don't Ooh. think it really matters who's going against Las Vegas. It is such a SHI uh, show going on there. I, I think even the Giants are going to look good this weekend. I'm going to New York. I can't see you done promoted. You done bench Jimmy Grappler. You're going to another quarterback. You don't have your head coach. You don't have your GM. I don't see this week being a good week. I think moving forward, maybe it's a good. It might be for good for. It might be good for the Raiders. But this week, everything happening the way it just happened, I don't see it being a good week. I, I just, I can't imagine them finding a way to win this one. I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead on the same. I'm going the same route too. But just seeing, knowing Daniel Jones will be playing this week. And and how they look against the Jets last week, you know, gives gives the Raiders hope. But I think I, I'm going I'm going Giants I'm going Giants too. Sunday, tell you what these the the last two games on this list for Sunday are good games. Uh, uh-huh. First one is the Dallas Cowboys in Philly. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> Jalen Hurts not playing to the same level as we've seen last year. Um, yeah. A lot more turnovers this year. Dallas, Dak Prescott is own Philadelphia. I saw a stat today. He is number five all time against divisional opponents. He has won 80%. He's only four tenths of a percent or four hundredths of a percent. It's Tom Brady's 80.4% against the NFC or the AFC East and Dak Prescott is 80% even against the NFC East. Um, That is the type of success he has had against the uh, NFC in the regular season of the playoffs. Thank God it's not the playoffs because I definitely would pick the Cowboys. He disappears, but um, he's had a lot of success. Um, against the uh, the Eagles and really anybody in the NFC East, this game is uh, uh, a very. <laughs> it's gonna be. A, I would be surprised if we don't have a fight or some kind of personal foul in this game. These teams don't like each other mm-hmm. already, and you're talking about the potential of Dallas putting themselves in a chance to be tied with Philadelphia, or Philadelphia starting to take away or starting to run away with this division. 
I think Dallas shows up. I think Dallas yeah. has something for the Eagles this week. I'm going to tell oh, you're supposed to pick first. Go ahead, pick first. I'm going. I'm going. I'm listening to you, and I'm following the same <laughs> same train that you on. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm going Dallas also. I think this is a time. This 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 game right here. Would that if Dallas wins this game right here, we can forget about the 49ers game, and the fans will be right back where they were just at the beginning of the season, saying they're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. So right now, the I'm only gonna, way. I'm gonna go ahead. The only way that thought uh-huh. changes is if Dallas and 49ers end up in the playoffs together because the Cowboys have owned yeah. it. Or I'm sorry, the 49ers have owned the Cowboys. The 49ers owned, yeah, yes, they just got, yeah, they just got <laughs> but, their number. They just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. But uh, I agree with you on everything, though. Um, the other good game for Sunday is Buffalo against Cincinnati. Uh-huh. Um, both of these teams need this win. Cincinnati, yep. the key pace of the North, with the Cleveland Browns being four, four and three, um, with Baltimore being six and two. Um, we're not going to worry about the Steelers. Uh, well, they're four and three. All of us above four. All of us are above five hundred. Um, so, uh-huh. in order for Cincinnati to stay pace, they need this win. Um, but Buffalo. Um, just because they're sitting five and three, they're not sitting pretty because Miami's six and no. two. And who, who yeah. would have thought without Aaron Rodgers, the Jets would have a winning record at this point? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going against Los, the, the Los Angeles Chargers, who have not been that impressive on, uh, for the Monday night game. So this is a must win, really, for Buffalo and to keep pace for the AFC mm-hmm. because the wild card picture, at least in the East and the North, look good because. We're not going to count the South because nobody's even got a winning record except for Jacksonville in the South. And the same in the the West, Kansas City sitting 6-2, everybody else losing record. So if Buffalo and Cincinnati want a chance, especially Cincinnati, because you're looking at all the teams above 500 in the North, there's a possibility we might get two wild cards out of the North. And Cincinnati mm-hmm. needs this win in order to stay in contention for that. Um, especially with the opponents that we're seeing this week. We both think, well, I think Pittsburgh's going to win. We both think Cleveland's going to win. We both think Baltimore's going to win. Um, Cincinnati needs this win. But on the uh-huh. flip side, Buffalo, <sighs> I say all that to still not know who I think is going to win. Um, <laughs> I don't want to let my hatred or the hope that Cincinnati loses to keep Cleveland in this playoff contention to be a factor in this. Um, but they seem to be more consistent lately than the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills kind of been up yeah. and down. Um, it seems uh-huh. that Buffalo, it seems like Joe Burrow has gotten healthy and Cincinnati looks like they're getting healthy. I'm going to take the Bengals this weekend. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah that's who I was thinking anyway. Just because Burrow, I'm not going to lie. His last two games, especially last week, <laughs> he, he he was throwing some dimes and running the ball. You, you get what I'm saying? He was getting first downs with his legs and not sliding. So, obviously, he feels a little bit uh, a lot healthier than what he felt in the beginning of the year. But I'm also going Cincinnati. Final game on the list for this weekend, Los Angeles Chargers at the New York Jets. Who you got? Uh, 
I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. You know, it's 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 really good story what they're doing down there with the Jets. You know, but I just don't. I just don't see the Jets defense stopping the Chargers offense the whole game. You know what I mean? They may stop them a couple times, but I just don't see the the Jets offense keeping up with the Chargers. So I'm going. I'm going Chargers. I'm going opposite. I think that the Jets Ooh. find a way to win again. Um, the Chargers have not impressed me at all this year. Three and four, just not what we thought or expected Ooh. of the uh, the Chargers. I just, I'm not sure. I can't put my finger on what's not right. Yeah. Um, the Jets have found ways to win, um, even without Aaron Rodgers. And even though Zach Wilson um, – was not a good quarterback last year. Obviously, he's learned something under the mentorship of Aaron Rodgers. And that was one of the uh-huh. reasons why they brought Aaron Rodgers in here. But two, it just seems that um, there's confidence there. They're, they're, they're able to win um, games. And I don't know. I just feel the Jets might be able to pull this one off at home. So I'm going to go with the Jets. Um, anything else that you think of that we need to jump into? Um, before we get out of here. Uh, no, no, no. I just want, I just want, really, I just need the Diamondbacks to win tonight. Because I really do want, I really do want to go to, you know, I really want to be in that World Series atmosphere. I know the tickets will be, you know, already bought or, you know, be overpriced. But I will be down there. And if I happen to run into a ticket, I would definitely be going. But, I want I want the Diamondbacks to win tonight, bad. All right, um, I got nothing to throw out there. Let me know where they can find you real quick, and uh, I'll throw a few things out there, and we'll wrap up. All right, that works. That works. You can uh, like us on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. You can catch us online at CarolinaSportsPlus dot com. We're gonna be dropping. A lot of new merchandise, a lot of hot, good prices uh, next week. So definitely keep the lookout for that. But uh, check us out. Don't forget, you guys can uh, check us out at the 110NationSportsRadioNetwork.com. Our shows, our blogs, um, videos, everything going on at the 110 Nation. You guys can check it out there. Also, all the different platforms, there's tabs to get you there. If it's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, you name it, we are there. Um, just an easier way to get there. But however you listen to your podcast, just Google us or uh, search us, the 110 Nation or the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, um, and pull us up, follow us that way. Uh Facebook, the 110 Nation, make sure you give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at 110 Nation. Tomorrow night, safety to success. Jared Hudson have a couple uh, different drivers on. Talk safety, talk racing. Um, I am in the championship final four for this weekend's NASCAR race. I picked Denny Hamlin. So to all those out there um, listening to the show, pull for Henny, Denny Hamlin this weekend. I'm a Denny Hamlin fan. Um, but he is one of the last three winners at Phoenix for the championship race. 
All I got to do is finish better than the other three in the top four, and I win the pool this year. So uh, it's been a long, interesting season. Looking forward to expanding next year. We have a lot of people that are wanting to join our um, NASCAR pool next year, so looking forward to that. Um, Looking forward to having Jay Spearman in the studio next week. Probably have him in about 8.10 to about 8.30. Talk some NBA, get you guys caught up on the uh, uh, first couple weeks of the NBA. And then, of course, Mario and myself will take over and hit all the big, hot, big top, big topics, big headlines, and then get our picks in and everything else. You guys have a great week. Until next week.